the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Are you ready for spatial reality? That's the big question Apple wants to know by introducing their virtual reality product yesterday. Virtual reality, augmented reality. We'll talk about it. And obviously much, much more. Let's talk about what the markets did yesterday. Apple did its thing and the markets responded with a hmm. No, not really today. So the Nasdaq was down fractional S&P 500 down one fifth of one percent. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 60 basis points. Ten year Treasury sits at three point six eight percent. We haven't been talking a lot about the 10 year Treasury recently. Bitcoin was down six percent as I'm going to tell you. For those of you who own digital currencies and crypto, you need to be careful. Um, Binance looks like um, they don't care about U.S. regulators and that they're letting U.S. customers use VPNs to bypass the law on unregulated securities. And it looks like they're benefiting themselves with some in-house trading, very similar to what Sam Bankman fried did. Um, if and today's the SEC, yesterday the SEC went after Binance, today the SEC is going after Coinbase. I don't see a path to using Bitcoin before I die. I could be wrong. Let's talk about yesterday. Markets opened big, pulled back. Apple unveiled its play to make VR headsets cool. And I'll be honest, looks better than the it looks better than the Quest. It looks better than the PlayStation VR. Um, Apple finally sprung its leak and showed us the cannonball that is augmented reality. $3,500 for the Vision Pro. If I were to buy one, this is what I would do. I'd keep it in the box and I'd sell it in 10 years as as never unlo- unloaded or unboxed. I know you're saying you're a nut. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but I learned my lessons from my mom throwing away all my Star Wars toys. Um, the presentation was interesting. Apple does a really good job of presenting to the point that Mark Zuckerberg should watch and take some notes. Zuckerberg shows his metaverse and he, he looks like a goofball. Like, hey, look, I'm going to go meet some old friends playing poker. And one of them is is, is an avatar of a shark. <laughs> Apple doesn't do that. It's as if it's it's literally Hollywood versus uh, high school. The Vision Pro boasts an enormous virtual screen through lenses with more pixels than a 4K TV for each eye. The new feature called EyeSight keeps users' eyes visible through the display most of the time, um, which is kind of handling that that thing of you have a box on your head. Now you have goggles that you can see the human being's eyes behind them. The only thing that I saw that was like, oh, that's kind of interesting and Apple did the right thing. They released the source code to developers. They're gonna the, the developers are gonna get their hands on on the devices, and a year from now we'll make some judgments. Disney CEO Bob Iger 
He guest starred to tease a partnership with immersive experiences like watching Star Wars content while on one of the franchise's planets. Users will also be able to play more than 100 Apple Arcade titles on day one. Iger was the star yesterday, in my opinion. He showed what would be like watching the Super Bowl. And I think, and again, I very early on, if I'm vibing, it stays on your uh, your coffee table in your living room. And you get a big comfortable chair and you go into spatial realities. Meant for entertainment mostly is what I see at this point in time. Um, if you're a high school student and you want to see what it's like to fly a plane before you join the army, great. If you're a college student and you want to go into nuclear physics or nuclear engineering, you'll be able to crawl through the basements of a, a meltdown virtually and not actually expose yourself to radiation. Kind of get to see what it's all about. There's some there's some practical issues. You can go to the Louvre. You can now again. Uh, spatial reality is what we're talking about here. We're not talking about going to the Louvre in reality. We're not talking about going to the Louvre on the Internet. As of March this year, Meta, the current big dog in the industry, has sold nearly 20 million Quest headsets. While they're much cheaper and the brand has a head start, less than half the Quest were still being used six months after purchase, um, including my cousin has one. And it's in the closet. Um, just not, we'll see. We'll see. I think I've talked a little bit too much about this. Russia destroyed a major dam and hydroelectric power plant in the Ukraine. That's kind of shocking to see. Uh, the dam is located in the Southern part of the Ukraine controlled by Russia and officials have told the hundreds of thousands of people at risk of flooding to evacuate. Investigations begin in the Virginia plane crash. What happened there? Um, Jet fighters were scrambled and the plane ultimately crashed on its own into the mountainous area. Maybe the pilot died in flight. Four people were killed in the crash, including the daughter and granddaughter of the plane's owner, John Rumpel. Um, I believe a billionaire. I haven't looked at his finances recently, but I believe a billionaire. Rough way to go, huh? If, in fact, the pilot passed away and no one knew how to fly a plane. Um. I don't know. Uh, quick call Elon Musk. Land the plane. Because he could do anything, right? Uh, what else do we have to hit? The SEC is going to be seeing Binance in court and now Coinbase as well. Um, this is worthy of note. The Securities and Exchange Commission sued Binance and its CEO, Zhao, yesterday. The suit comes as U.S. regulators adopt a no more crypto monkey business attitude. After the collapse of former Binance rival FTX, the agency alleges Binance funneled customers' funds to a third-party company controlled by Zhao to inflate trade volumes, mislead investors, and about the platform's anti-market manipulation, and operated an illegal securities exchange in the United States. If you have some of your retirement in crypto, it is probably the riskiest investment. You have dynamite in your hands. Be careful. Martha Stewart learned many, many years ago, you don't want to mess with the SEC. You don't want to, uh, government employees don't get paid enough. Just my opinion. Uh, of note, I own no crypto, either on the way up or on the way down. What else do we have to hit today? Um, it's today, Tuesday. Okay, so we don't have a guest today. Um, early action feels a little bit like a dud. 
lack of conviction is a little bit of a summer thing. It's mostly a product of thinking the run up in mega cap stocks has been on apt to hit a basically a sell sign or hit a wall. Um, I took some profits in NVIDIA a few days ago. Um, it's shaping up to be a slow start for the markets today. Next week, we get the consumer price index in the FOMC decision. So we got a little bit something on the horizon. Apple and the mega cap stocks faded after registering larger gains earlier yesterday. Coinbase, like I mentioned, is in a uh, bomb bursting in air, star work, star fireworks kind of mode right now. Down 16%. The SEC is suing Coinbase in New York federal court on the allegation that it is an unregistered broker in exchange. Um, other news of note this morning, DA Davidson downgraded Apple to neutral from buy, saying the Vision Pro headset has already been priced in the stock. The Reserve Bank of Australia surprisingly uh, hit us with a 25 basis point increase. Uh, further tightening supplies of cash around the world. Early action feeling like a dud. So are we in the summer mode already? We had an amazing run up in tech stocks. And Apple shows their 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 headset. What's next for tech? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, let's talk a quick bit of strategy, if you will allow me to. I believe we are in for a transition from spring to summer. I believe that the seasons long for each other. And what I get mean by that is winter's cold and everything's dead. And at the end of winter, little, little teeny tiny green piece of grass shoots through a little flower. Spring kills winter, the hope of spring. And then spring has beautiful flowers. And I love it as a, um, controversial statement coming. People start wearing skimpier clothes and it's sexy. It's it's like Miami year round comes to your own neighborhood and you, you see beautiful people in beautiful clothes and everyone seems happy because winter's over. They're no longer hiding behind the big coats. And then as spring, the perfect blossom hits, boom, a heat wave hits and summer kills the flowers. And summer just scorches the earth. Until summer cracks and turns into a fall, which is lovely. Fall is typically a little bit more moderate. The nights start getting cooler. The morning's a little cooler. Yeah, you still get some warm days in there for sure. But after summer cracked into fall, fall ultimately dies and turns to the cold of winter. The seasons long for each other. Now, I know you're saying, where are you going with that? I want to give you the vision in your head. I think the stock market is in a situation where it needs small caps and international stocks to do well. If you're one of the big seven tech stocks, you know the names, Microsoft, Apple, NVIDIA, Alphabet, Meta. If you're one of the big boys, you're okay. You've done a good job. Go take a seat on the bench. Let the other names catch up to you. When you have the NASDAQ up over 25% for the year, 
and it's it's concentrated in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names, that's not healthy. We need the other guys to kind of catch up or the big guys to pull back. So if I were a betting man, I would say that as the seasons changed right now in the investment world, we have a Federal Reserve who's probably close to done. If inflation numbers next week stay high and employment stays high or full, maybe they raise one more time, but probably not in June. That's the community of analysts. That's the their reckoning. Inflation, we want to see the CPI number come a little bit lower. I'd like to see the Fed say, you know, 3% and we, we can maybe cut once. Because there's a lot of headwind built into the higher interest rates over the next nine months. Borrowing costs are going to be brutalized. You're going to be hurt on your credit card. Corporations will be hurt borrowing money. If you want to own a new home with your beautiful wife and make a family, you're going to go, dang, these interest rates are high. Now, again, if that plays out like that, we should see real estate come a little bit lower and stop people like me from selling a house and buying another one with some of the gains. Stop people from going, oh, look at my retirement. It's doing so great in my house. I would like to see three down years in real estate. So far, we've had one, essentially, in pricing. Hotel executives are, um, okay, let's do that. Finish that commentary. I want to see the Russell 2000 and international stocks do well. Last Friday, the whole market did well, not just the big tech companies, but the whole market. And I was like, I can't wait to see my 401k because my 401k is in the Russell. It's it's in large cap, small cap, mid cap. Those are the three capitalizations. And then it's in growth and it's in value. Growth, obviously, typically companies like you, know, you heard the big 10 on the S&P, the Apple, Microsofts of the world, NVIDIA's. And the value is more income-oriented without as much growth, but it's income. The thing that has hurt my 401k in the past few years is the poor performance of the Russell 2000 and international stocks. And on Friday, when I looked at my 401k, I was like, wow, that was a big jump up. Because my 401k doesn't have as much going for it in growth stocks. It's more diversified. It's more spread out. It's in the smaller cap. It's in the internationals. It's in the growth. But my stock portfolio is, is mostly growth. And it's um, just say performance wise, it beats the snot out of my 401k. That's what I want to see in the playbook. The season's long for each other. I, I think stocks sometimes need need each other. Hotel executives are seeing strong demand for July 4th travel. That feels kind of good, doesn't it? Um, I'm way too pasty white to really be in the sun for any period of time. Um, it just, I, it doesn't work well with me. So I, I'm the guy who wears a full swimming suit, uh, full sleeve shirt to the pool and a hat. <laughs> yes. I'm the guy with a hat in the pool. Um, but to hear July 4th travel shaping up, be strong top hotel executives predict, um, looking at July 4th, data revenue per available room is up about 10%. So companies like Marriott International are doing well. 
I want Marriott to do well. I want Hyatt to do well. Um, and it goes back into some of the philosophies of if you're a Republican or a Democrat, I kind of want everyone to have a, a fair, happy life. And I kind of want everyone to have access to the same things that I have access to. I feel comfortable saying that. Um, I was speaking to uh, Baker, who was a secretary of state back in the 80s and 90s, I believe. At one point, I, my show used to have more guests, a lot more guests. Like I've interviewed Bill Clinton. I've interviewed Baker. Um, who was the one that made me uh, Regis and not Kathy Lee, but Regis and the other one. She made me so nervous. Um, and I don't think I, I get nervous all that much. Um, anyhow, um, well, where was I going with that? I think I lost my train of thought. That's not good. Uh, oh, oh, Baker. And um, he said, if you want terrorism to end, Rob, you kind of want parts of the world that are really, really poor to do well. You can radicalize people in Egypt or in Kuwait or in Afghanistan or Pakistan if they're poor. You can get them to hate you. So if you create jobs worldwide. People are too busy to worry about you. Interesting, right? I mostly agree with that commentary, but it, it's not mine. It's his. Um, elsewhere, I want to change topics ever so quickly. Such so summer travel looks good. Check. I feel nice saying that. But Bank of America is double upgrading McCormick's today. McCormick is a spice company. They have a $100 price target on it, up from $75. The stock closed at 88 yesterday, so it's a 13% upside, essentially. The analysts is say it, saying that McCormick is set for smooth sailing as volume pressures have eased and margins and costs have improved. Investors are focused on the transition from price-led sales growth to volume-led. Calling the stock a growthy staple in the world of food. It is... Now, here, here's what's interesting. In the 1950s, Americans had about four spices in their spice cabinet. In the 1980s, we were up to about 24, 25. I have over 40 spices in my spice cabinet. And spices, in theory, should be used more fresh. But I've got two boys who... They like the challenge of eating spicy food. It's not lost on me. I've got blackened uh, seasoning. I've got uh, Creole seasoning. I've got, uh, you get the idea, um, peppers, all sorts of peppers. Um, they're, not, they're not coming to my head right now, but younger people want spicier. That's why you have scenarios where like Cheetos brands, they're not just cheesy Cheetos. They're flaming hot Cheetos. I think Bank of America is more right than wrong on McCormick. Just something to consider as we as a society expand. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. And I do my best every single day to bring you at least an hour, two hours of content. Um, that's something you could use and apply to yourself and your life and things like maxing out your 401k and go live your life. I'm fine. If you do that guy who's running my uh, board show today on the radio, he's a happily married man. He's young. I want him to see California. I want him to max out his 401k. I don't want him thinking, huh? 
Should I buy Roblox because of what Apple just announced? Uh, Roblox would be a really interesting acquisition for Apple. Just throwing that down there for you. Someone said Apple should buy Disney. Nope. Apple should buy Roblox. But I'm not putting my money where my mouth is on that one, if you know what I'm saying. But Unity Software and Roblox both rose. I got to learn all about Unity Software as my kids becoming a game developer in high school. And um, basically, there's two ways of building video games. It's Unity Software and um, NVIDIA Software. Again, you think of NVIDIA as a semiconductor company. I think of them as much, much more. And you think of Netflix as a TV show, movie, rental kind of company. I think of them as they also sell clothes and, and beer that support things like Squid Games. Um, and there are other shows that become kind of brands. So I see things a little bit differently than you. Summer's coming around. Tommy Bahama is fun clothes, right? Um, Tommy Bahama just doesn't have the ugly men's shirts. But they also sell things like uh, lawn chairs that are, how shall we say, tropically flavored. Uh, so you can go to the beach with them. Publicly traded company. Um, if you're thinking, let's get into an investment on being outside. Maybe you're thinking Decker's Outdoors. Maybe you're thinking Columbia Sportswear. Decker's D-E-C-K. Columbia Sportswear, C-O-L-M. If you're thinking high-end clothes, maybe you're thinking of Hermes or Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. I think Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy and Hermes are recession-proof because they're for wealthy people, and wealthy people don't feel recessions quite like you and I do. Um, if you're seeing uh, spring turn into summer and people are starting to get their sweat on, I think you're probably looking at like a Lululemon or a Ralph Lauren, both publicly traded. And for the record, the people who make Tommy Bahama, the whole segment that started this idea in my head, is a company called Oxford Industries. They just buy brands and then they uh, continue to pump out the product. So I've given you a good show so far today. I don't want to stop right there and call it a day. I'm not there. I will say I'm seeing the Russell 2000 up 1.4% in the NASDAQ up fractionally, playing into the thesis that I'm throwing down. We should be seeing, I would like to say, I don't I don't want to say the height of 2023 for mega tech stocks, but they've had a hell of a run. And if the rest of the market needs to catch up or they need to meet in the middle or meta, uh, the mega cap tech stocks need to fall apart. Because Apple stock hit an all time high. About an hour before they announced the Vision Pro. You've heard this statement many, many times in the world of finance. Buy on the rumor, sell on the news. And I think that's exactly what happened. Keep in mind, I own shares of Apple. It's a highly concentrated position. So I've been doing covered calls. And this plays in beautifully for my covered call strategy. Um, I use a company that EP has hired called Spider Rock. Spider Rock manages my covered call strategy. The difference between what I get in services and what you get as the average person, um, hiring a CFP is, is worth every penny for me. Um, just throwing that down there for you. So today we're seeing the NASDAQ up fractionally, the Russell 2000s up, the SP 500s up fractionally. 
Nothing really to write home about. Oil's uh, a little bit lower, sitting at $71 a barrel. Gold sitting just under 2000 at 1976 You know who I want to see? I want to look at Bitcoin. Um, down about 3% to 25916 Coinbase is being sued by the SEC. And when you get sued, your business transactions go down. And because people are like people like me are like, you know, I I don't really want my money at the banks if there's going to be a run on the banks. And I don't really want my my money at Coinbase if they're going to be shut down. I don't think Coinbase has any fear of shutting down. But I do think Binance does. And I do think there there could be another explosion in the world of crypto. Um, With that said, Coinbase is down 15 percent today on the news. that The SEC is suing them. I want nothing to do with that. There's already enough drama in my life with two teen, two teenagers. They're actually really good kids, but I expect there to be some more drama down the road. So Coinbase is getting sued by the SEC, and there's a stock, which you can own, that I want nothing to do with. In large part, um, the Civil War side of it. I don't care if you're right and you make 20% and I'm I sit on the sidelines. I don't want to gain 20%. I don't want to lose 20%. Too much drama. You with me? Or are you against me? You got to pick a side because this is a civil war of stocks. Um, I just don't like the drama. Oh, remember last segment I was telling you the person who made me the most nervous ever interviewing was Kelly Ripa? That's a little strange, right? Um, Because Bill Clinton didn't freak me out. Peter Lynch was the Biggest jerk to interview on. Great investor, not the kindest person on the phone. Uh, Tim Russert from Meet the Press. He was lovely. He was lovely. John McLaughlin, not so much. Not so much. Um, anyway, I throw that down there for you because uh, I don't know. I should have written a book or I should have written down everyone I interviewed told my kids about it because they have no clue. And this was pre-internet, kind of. Okay, so what else do we have to hit? And Apple yesterday, this was one of the really small little stories inside of all their press releases. And if you haven't watched it, by all means, go to YouTube and watch the Apple presentation for the developers. I think they do a lovely, lovely job. And if I could ever be presented like that, it'd be a very, very proudful moment. Apple introduced a new iPhone feature on yesterday called Standby. It's going to roll out with iOS 17 this fall. I already have it on my phone because I got the developer software. Standby basically transforms your phone. It basically transforms your phone into a horizontal smart display when your phone is charging. It looks like Amazon's show device. Apple revealed the new feature dubbed Standby. Standby will basically turn your phone into a smart display while it's charging in landscape mode that can show information like the time, alerts, weather, calendar events, live sports scores, delivery updates, and much, much more. It kind of makes a little sense. Um, Turning your iPhone or your iPad into a photo frame while it's charging. And they'll sell you a stand now that's got a big old magnet on the back that'll charge your iPad or your iPhone. And it'll sit on your nightstand and it'll look like you're not charging your phone. It'll look like, hey, the weather's uh, 30 degrees outside. Brr. Honey, it's 30 degrees. We better grab coats. 
it's a nifty feature. Jockeying for a spot on your nightstand is like jockeying for a spot in a grocery store. Coca-Cola and Pepsi, they're not the greatest companies in the world, but what they have are spaces in grocery stores. And I can count on an eight-fingered hand how many spaces there are, how many companies there are represented in grocery stores. The people who supply food, there's not that many. And if you're one of those people that think like, oh, Trader Joe's is so good, it's made by the same people that make the stuff that uh, get put on the shelves at Safeway. Same factories make them, in fact. Oh, okay. So one of the coolest features or one of the cool, like, what am I, 16? It's radical, man. Um, It's the price. The Echo Show starts at $89.99, but standby mode will be free on your phone or your uh, operating system. So Amazon had this great idea. Let's put a tablet next to the bed and people will see what time it is and they'll be able to schedule when to get their groceries and things like that. It's a good idea. And um, I don't know. I, I'm going with this one. So just showing you how Apple does the little things right in their software. They introduced a now personalized contact posters. Now you can add full screen photos or emojis for your contacts rather than the small images that are currently displayed. So when you call, I, you could, let's say it's my son, Z. Z short for Zach. Um, it could be the, the picture of him wearing a sombrero. And it's a whole thing on my phone. Really, again, very, very small. Apple talked about how they're using artificial intelligence to do transcriptions of voicemails. So when a caller is leaving you a voicemail, now you can see what they're saying while they're speaking. That's cool. Again, what am I, 16? Um, iOS 17 has autocorrect. It's now getting a transformer language model to improve on the feature's accuracy. If you've ever gotten a text from me, it's probably had a typo or two before where you're like, what does that mean? Journal is a new app that's also coming to iOS 17 later this year using on-device machine learning. The app will provide suggestions based on things you've done, whether that's photos, music, location, podcast, workouts, or more. Apple's also introduced a new feature called Standby that turns your iPhone 14 Pro into a smart display when left up overnight, which we were just talking about. Um, I like seeing technology. I think it's the thing that I'm going to miss most when I'm dead. Is will I be around for uh, the robot butlers? Will I be around for the floating cars? My kids will, I hope. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I, I have to hit this a little bit more. I promise not to turn the show into an Apple fanboy show in the future. I promise to give you great content. Like I'd like to see the small caps and international stocks outperform the big mega cap for a month or two. Play a little bit of catch up. Everyone's 401k would get a lot smarter and healthier if that happened, is my opinion. Okay, so I, I teased this a little bit, Unity Software and Roblox. And in my head of heads, I don't play the vertical guess who's going to acquire who very well. 
but I would think that Apple has too much money and they would get into too much trouble if they tried to acquire Disney. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think it'd be genius if they acquired Disney, took the content and gave and spun off the theme parks. I'd be fine with that. They'd get a major studio with a lot of content that your kids can watch when they're three years old. That's going to be exclusive on Apple TV. I think that's a winner, winner, chicken dinner, but I just don't see that happen. So I get into who else they could acquire. And with a new virtual reality, they're going to need to figure out how to develop for it. They're going to need to figure out um, how to help people develop. They need the developers developing. There's an arms race right now between Facebook, i.e. Meta, Google, and Apple of trying to get the most developers on their platforms. Um, For the record, I still own shares of Meta, and I like it. It's cheaper than Apple by a lot. It's cheaper uh, as one of the big tech stallions. Google and and Meta have some upside. And I I, I don't uh, Google Alphabet. I hate that name. Um, I don't buy into Microsoft is going to win the AI battle over Google. Um, We still think when we think of when I say the word Microsoft, you probably think of Bill Gates or Steve Ballmer. Remember Steve Ballmer doing the big stupid dances? He'd get so excited because he wasn't as smart as Bill Gates. So he tried to, to inspire through dumb dances and now he owns the Clippers and that's punishment enough um, for his dancing. In my opinion. Okay, so back to Roblox and Unity software. Right now, 70% of all virtual, 60%. If I've told myself once, I've told myself a million times not to exaggerate. 60% is the right number. 70% is an exaggeration. 60% of ER applications are created using the Unity engine. It underscores the dominance of Unity in the extended reality industry. It is the platform of choice. It shot up 17% yesterday. I think it can go higher. A lot higher. Um, I don't own any shares. And just because I said that I can't own it for three days. Bummer. I don't know if I'm planning on buying it, but I'm for the rest of my afternoon. I'm looking at financials of Roblox and Unity software as the uh, alternate plays on Apple uh, VR. Roblox is already available on Meta's Quest headsets, which could simplify the development of a new version for Apple's platform. Roblox didn't get much of a shout out from Apple, but the online gaming community should be cheered by another big company entering the virtual reality sector. Expect Roblox users generated content model to be competitive advantage as the speed market of large amounts of content could attract new users looking to use their new headsets. Um, this was a big day yesterday for virtual reality and augmented reality. Apple brought it, and that's going to help bring the developers, and that's going to help Meta, as much as I hate to say it. Um, The biggest corporate ally that Apple signed up was Disney. Bob Iger appeared at the event revealing the headset and said users would be able to access Disney Plus content. Um, He gave an example of being able to watch the first Star Wars movie while your house is transformed into Tatooine, where Luke Skywalker grew up. And if you get up to go get some popcorn, you'd go into Luke Skywalker's kitchen. Goofy, stupid, yes. Is it going to sell? No. We have to see what's developed in the next year by Roblox and Unity to see if it's going to sell. But those are the two companies that I'm most interested in as side plays at this point in time. NVIDIA is, of course, 
They make uh, very, very powerful semiconductors, of which Apple makes very, very powerful semiconductors. And Apple has basically kicked Intel out of the room. Have you ever been with someone in college? We were like, okay, party's over. Roommates, get out. Friends of roommates, get out. Everyone go. That's what Apple did to Intel. For years, they were buddies. Intel made the semiconductors that would go into MacBook Pros. And now 100% Intel free. I think as of yesterday. So Apple kicked Intel out. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about my analogies today? Um, What else? Biggest investment you could ever make in your life could be your home, right? I want to end on a little bit of real estate because I don't give real estate enough credit. I own real estate. I'm perfectly fine owning real estate. I own some real estate for income in publicly traded REITs, and I own some in, uh, uh, some real estate to live in and hopefully get price appreciation, of which every home I've ever bought, I've sold it for more than I bought. And I've used leverage, so it felt like, woo My first home I made $200,000 on. It, I bought it, and like a month later, it was, it was dubbed a historic district. Pretty funny story. Um, Richard, Nixon, Richard Nixon, it's real close to the Pentagon. And uh, these were really old brick homes. And um, like, just to show you how, like, it had a, a um, slave kitchen in it. Years and years and years and years passed. Um, a kitchen down in the basement that you'd be like, what's that? Is this house haunted? That's why it was deemed a historic district and you can't change anything in there anymore. But it made the value go super high. Um, Nixon used to live in one of the properties near me. In my first home. Anyway, buying a house could be the best investment you ever make. Home ownership is the largest source of wealth for many. If you're facing home buying hurdles, um, start start figuring out what you want to, how you're going to get around it. Um, home ownership is the largest source of wealth for retirees in America. The net worth of the average American homeowner is more than 40 times that of the average renter. So if you're looking for a partner, ask them if they own real estate. They become much more sexy to you if they do, because they're much more successful than renters, financially speaking. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Got a pints and portfolio coming up in San Carlos this month. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Join Rob Black in San Carlos Sunday, June 25th for Pints and Portfolios, a less formal event at a local watering hole for those close to retirement with 500000 or more in investable assets. Drop by Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 for a little sunshine, some financial chit-chat, and a complimentary portfolio review or financial snapshot from Ryan Ignacio. CFP from EP Wealth Advisors. Whether you're on the road to retirement or already there, this financial snapshot can provide you with a second opinion analysis of where you are and highlight areas for improvement and opportunities for growth. Go to robblackshow.com and click the events tab. Find Pints and Portfolios and click to register. You'll answer a few simple questions about your situation and your confirmation email will provide all the details on the event and how to schedule your portfolio review. Space is limited and registration is required, so go to robblackshow.com today. That's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.